Okay, everyone, welcome to Sci-Fi Graveyard. We're going to discuss the fifth film in the Resident Evil series, Resident Evil Retribution. Resident Evil Retribution was released in theaters on September 14th, 2012, just a little... a week over 10 years ago, which was not planned. <laughs> uh, that was in uh, the United States and was released by Sony Pictures and Screen Gems. It was shot on a budget of around $65 million and has an estimated worldwide gross of roughly $240 million, give or take some here or there. The film was directed and written by Paul W.S. Anderson and is the fifth film, like I said, in this franchise's continuity. I bring that up because we have at least two more continuities in Resident Evil. However, we're not going to discuss the Netflix series because (laughs) because fuck that show. I watched it for 15 minutes and I wanted the hero to die and the bunny to live. Oh, oh, are you talking about the TV show? Yeah, Yeah, I'm talking about the Netflix series. I made it through an episode and like 10 minutes of the second episode and I was like, no, fuck this. No, no, fuck this show. Well, they already already canceled it, so. It's mostly because they they introduced Wesker as a black dude, which is fine. They have him with like two kids and then one notices that they test on animals so then they go into the place to spoiler alert you're not really missing much but like at one point they let one of the zombie dogs out the zombo dogs and then it bites one of them right and then the alarm is going for like 20 minutes (laughs) and i'm like if it was umbrella they would have been there already (laughs) what the fuck there's like like nobody there really it was like Diet Umbrella because apparently it was just it. They, there's like New Raccoon City and in South Africa and everything. I mean, the aesthetic of the city looked pretty cool because it's like this plain white corporate controlled city. So I'm like, OK, that's cool. I can feel that. But I, I don't even have a problem with Wesker because, you know, again, just like these movies, they go to fucking clones. But um <laughs> let's because it's not even the original wesker it's not even albert wesker as we know from the games or anything else from raccoon city it's a clone he's not the original wesker and that's why he's not wesker wesker he's a different wesker that is anyway, so weird but back to, way, to, so way to make a show bad from the start but <laughs> yeah it's like let's even talk like, about an even worse thing too well, well, the thing that the thing is, is uh, and then I'll circle back to the movie Resident Evil. And I've, I think we've talked about this before. Resident Evil is not a hard property to make a movie out of. It's a f- fucking horror genre. It's a s- survival horror story. That's a game. You it's got it's almost written for you. And all you have to do is, is adapt the damn games. Uh, but. The, the only movie that comes the closest to that, and we'll get to it, is Welcome to Raccoon City. And that is the, the second continuity Resident Evil. So there's three continuities. Three. This one with, with Alice. The second one, which is Welcome to Raccoon City. And then the third was the series on Netflix, which lasted a season. And a, I don't know. I'm getting it on tangent. Technically, it's like four continuities because there's a bunch of animated films, but technically, that's in the same game universe. Yeah, at least at least the animated movies, the couple that I've seen, were actually decent, and they take place in the the game storyline, so they they kind of follow. Yeah, like because because we were talking about this movie, and it was funny because I watched Black Phone right before I watched this one, like a day before. And then I noticed that when I was searching on Netflix, they had this one on there. And I was like, I might as well watch this. And I was I was just like, okay, there was a reason why I never watched this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I will say this. I actually do think it's kind of a little bit better than the last one. A little bit. Not so much story-wise. I just like the setting a little bit better. And I like, I don't know. I, I, I guess I like it just a little bit better. But it's definitely not because of the attack of the clones that this film series has become after the third movie extinction. It's it's like everything's clones. Like I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, And like that, that's why I said like they did the best. Okay. So they explained it where, Hey, we can bring all these characters back 
in this movie, but then they did it with the worst plot ever. Like explaining, okay, so essentially what it is is Alice gets stuck in a Russian kind of version of the hive, pretty much. And then, yeah, it's a testing because, facility. I guess because of the prior uh, elements from Afterlife, that they capture her and then put her in Russia. So they go all the way from New York to Russia. Well, they they were in Los Angeles. Or, yeah, in, Los Angeles, yeah, sorry. Los Angeles. But, like, they went all the way from there, all the way across the globe to Russia. Then they put her in a thing, and then, like, it was, like... So you explain, they ex- explained, what, like, three or four more characters from the games in this movie? Yeah, I and I, I was about... Yeah, because it's... um. At, what were you about to say real quick, Jeremy, and then I'll I'll continue. Well, my my comment was, I, and I've said it in the previous podcast about the Resident Evil, was that I don't understand the naming of these movies. Like, I don't get why this one was called Retribution, because it was... It, it, Retribution, to me, would have been like if they all would have went up against them and done something. Well, they didn't do that in this movie. Yeah. No, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, no. so it was like... Why is it called e- Retribution? It would have been made more sense if they said Resident Evil Escape. <laughs> like, because it's, essentially it's, that's what they're... Tra- or Prison Break or something, you know? Something where it's like co- uh, like going with the plot of the movie. Because, I mean, would- I think they had good elements in this movie, but then it went, like the story is what caved it for me. It is. And so, as you know, this movie stars Milla Jovovich, uh, Sienna Gil- Gilroy. I'm probably mispronouncing that, uh, returns as Jill Valentine. Michelle Rodriguez comes back as Rain. Oded Fair as Carlos slash, even though his name's not said in the movie, it's Todd that hurt when he plays um, oh, Alice's husband. The opening movie part. Yeah. And then uh, Sean Roberts is back as Albert Wesker. Boris Kojo is back as uh, Luther and Colin Salmon is back as his character's name is one. And he's the leader of the, the team from the first movie, but it also introduces uh, some video game characters. Uh, Ada Wong played by Bing Bing Lee, who honestly, I will say this: she looked the most like her game counterpart. Um, even though I don't get the functionality of the evening wear dress, but she, even her face, face, the actress they chose, like, that was actually good casting, I yeah, think, for um, Adel. that's the best casting that they had out of the that whole the movie. That was the best casting. Because she uh, looked the part of Ada Wong, and she even did shit that probably Ada would have done, too. I've still never understood the clothing for any of them. I mean, what no. Alice wears is just like, what? And she this went the- from, from being naked to being in that black outfit. And I'm like... Yeah, well- where did well, that come the, from? At least the black outfit is more appropriate for the situation. Um, yeah, I, because it would have, have been weird for her to walk around with a towel on for the, like, yeah. the whole movie. Oh, no, no, I get that, but uh, they, she started off that way in almost every movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, except <laughs> for, yeah, pretty much. Except for the first, well, yeah, the first one, she's naked in a shower. The second one, she's naked in a hospital. The fourth one, the third and fourth one, well, She's not naked. Then this one, she's naked. And so like, it, like half of them, she starts out as naked. I guess um, it's kind of like that. It's probably joke because about, Paul W.S. Anderson really loves her being naked. He he wants to show off her titties, but she's also Europe and they don't have, and they're not as, uh, as we are about nudity. So they're not as like prudish as a culture yeah. well, as opposed to American culture. Oh man. Like when I watched this movie, I was like, I kept checking the time to see how much lo- longer was left <laughs> on it. <laughs> that's why I was like, that's why. And it was only like an hour and a half it's, or something like yeah, that. Or it, like they're they're all like an hour and a half. Yeah. Hour it's, and like, 35. it's like very <laughs> a brisk movie, but then I'm sitting there still like, there's like so many decisions. I'm like, okay. So like the beginning part, like is like them retelling kind of raccoon city. With another, with another Alice, but Alice was named something different. And then there's a daughter that was deaf. 
and then uh, what's it called? So <laughs> the main thing that annoyed me, right? So they do this whole scene showing that she's deaf, does all this stuff. And then at one point they run into Alice again, like when they're trying to escape because they ex- uh, explain that they were in, I forgot which pod that they were in, but there's like four, a four or five that they had to get through to get to the elevator to exit the, the, the facility, pod. the testing facility. Yeah. So the one that she was in, she ran into the daughter and it was like, she instantly knew that she was deaf and knew sign language oh, to tell oh, her. No. But no, but that was what I was going to mention. I don't know if you guys noticed the sign language was for, was the same for everything that she said. Like she yeah, would it, do like the same motion with her hand, regardless of what she said. Oh, like whatever and, she was saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm talking about Alice. I mean, yeah. uh, their little girl did more with her hands uh, in relation to like sign language. But everything Alice would say, she would like do like the, you know how you're those uh like uh military games where or like SWAT where they motion their hand. That's what oh, it reminded yeah. me of as she was doing that every time that she would talk. It's, like she would Yeah. And and somehow the I mean I understand, you know, deaf individuals, a lot of them can read lips. So you don't necessarily have to even do sign language with them. But yeah. yeah. Uh, well the little girl just, is actually she's actually deaf in real life. Yeah, uh, it probably makes yeah, sense it, why she would end up end up doing a lot of yeah, times like normal. So, but it so, makes sense that she would know sign language. But the I I was laughing at the fact that every time Alice would do it, she would do the same sign like she, regardless of what even, she was saying. Yeah, she didn't even say like, "Oh, she's deaf." And like, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, it's, just it's, a part of the movie. Oh, everybody else knows that she's deaf, so I know that she's deaf, and that's what I was I, like. It's, they made a lot of dumb decisions in it's, this where they could have just explained it with a line. Oh, it's I always love. Uh, sorry, I love too. Like later on, and I don't mean to cut you off, Joe, but the uh, the point where she rescues her out of that pod when the big creature—I don't know what the creature is called. Oh, I can't it's remember. Called a liquor, but it was a giant liquor. It seemed like. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she was in like the egg sack or whatever. I always find it funny that. Alice has these superpowers, but she struggled getting her out of that pod. Like she was like, and she didn't have the powers. They explained that she got her powers taken away in afterlife. So she was a weakened state through this whole movie. So like that kind of makes sense because that's why she like near the end of the movie, Wesker comes in and gives her the virus again. But also at the same time, how do you think that like just and taking a syringe takes out all the like all the virus? You know, like, but she was still able to so- do all this stuff through the movie. What I'm what I'm getting at is she was fighting all this shit and doing all the flips and killing these big ass things with axes, but yet she comes up to this egg sack with a person in it and she can barely make it through a layer of it. And especially, and she does her, like, okay, granted, they make the shots look cool to a degree, but everything that she does in this movie is practically her sitting there with, like, two guns, just, like, not undercover, just aiming at people, and everybody's missing her, even though that she's, like, right in the middle of everyone. Well, like, the, th- the thing oh, about... you can see me, but okay. The, the thing about the the sign language well uh, from the thing that she knows she's deaf they don't really ever explain it but originally it was supposed to be that she has some of the memories like they're telepathically linked so she like had some of the memories well, from I the mean, Alice that died said in, the that house. in the movie but they could like, have they could have done a lot of she things she was surprised when they died that's why I was like what like another clone oh shit I had so many clones in the third one but I'm surprised that they still don't have more of me. I was like, what? It's because like, um, cause she was, so they were supposed to be telepathically linked and the, um, and, but that's something they're supposed to explain. And they never really, they, I guess obviously they didn't. It was something that was mentioned, like it was supposed to be mentioned. And it's kind of like, 
you know, the re- there's 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 no explanation why um Claire and Chris are not and Kmart are in yeah. this movie. Yeah. But it's like they originally one of the original stories was that they were supposed to be uh they're supposed to be in it, but Spencer Locke who played Kmart and Wentworth Miller were unavailable and uh Allie Larder got pregnant. So she they couldn't that's why they weren't in the movie. But um I do want to go that this movie also introduces Leon S. Kennedy, who's played by Johan Erb, and he looks like they bought him off Wish. Sorry, Johan, but you don't look like Leon. And they bring in Barry Burton, who's played by Kevin Durand. And um, I like Kevin Durand, but he does not look like Barry. But I mean, no, he doesn't. <laughs> well, the and, one that played like Le- the one that played Leon reminded me of uh, what's his name, Norman Reedus. Yeah, but he, like- <laughs> he, maybe he he was channeling his inner Norman Reedus, but he looked like a low budget like Wish version of Leon because Leon. Oh, no, was- I, yeah, I, I I totally get that. He didn't look like a Leon to me. He like I said, he looked more like the dude from Walking Dead. And it was annoying because like Leon, he they kind of dress him like Leon from Resident Evil Four. Which, yeah, that's what I um, thought too. And then yeah, the very and- it looked like. I don't know. From it Resident like Evil. A new thing from like, it, it looked like they were trying to make it look like Resident Evil, but. Yeah, because he failed. was in his his quasi stars outfit. And Leon and Leon and Barry never met. Like, they don't yeah. know each other. Yeah. And then they're partners in this movie. And this is the only on, uh, only continuity where Leon and Jill meet, too, because in the games, they've never met. They've never met either. And so. Um, this movie does take place a few weeks after Afterlife. Well, it opens up during the battle on the ship, the Arcadia, and then um, control Jill Valentine, who's under the control of Umbrella. She's um, she's she's leading the team, and Alice, like Josh said earlier, is captured. She's in Russia. She encounters Ada. Uh, Wesker is now a good guy in this movie because he's the one who broke her out. He's the one who provided her with clothes. Yeah, he was the, kind of like an anti-hero in this movie. Yeah, but I now mean, like made... it leads into like the ending of the film at least on why he yeah. broke her out. But like, and he, it looked like it was setting up something where it was like a bunch of the video game people were going to come together and like help save the world type of thing, and it just was not. It just did not work because I, I mean, I watched final chapter and from what I hear, it's like, it's only like Alice and shit or like barely anybody in the, uh, in that one. It's Claire. Claire's the only other person in it. Yeah. Uh, so from like, the series. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, what's it called? It just seems like the, that's why the whole thing is kind of like a continuity thing. Like in well, they every re- movie, and it seems like they just come up with ideas, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do this," because this movie was like it looked like they were trying to, if they were gonna wrap it up, they would have done it like that in this movie, right? Because like they had Jill and they had Barry and they had Leon and all these other fucking people, but like and and like I liked how Michelle Rodriguez was back at it, but then there was like two different versions, and then. One, they started introducing the Las Plagas thing. Like, I mean, they kind of did that in Afterlife, too. But, like, they did it where, like, she, at the end, she, like, injected herself with some. And then it turned her into, like, Wesker. <laughs> essentially. Yeah, because yeah, Las Plagas was introduced in Resident Evil 4, the game. And then um, the bad guy of this movie is apparently the Red Queen. And... Which is, it's like, she's now the bad guy. Even, it's, it, it makes no sense because they retcon so much. Because in Resident Evil Extinction, they said the virus is spread by rats. However, in this movie, they say Umbrella sold the, the Umbrella sold the virus to Russia because of the United States. And then sold it to the United States because of Russia. Sold it to China because of Japan and vice versa. And so they retconned it to say that it was a bio, biological war that caused the zombie outbreak. So basically, the world just decided we're going to buy a zombie virus from this company, and they off themselves. 
that yeah. that's what they yeah. instead of it being that's that's what it was so basically the these countries use the virus on each other and they're the and they're the ones who fucked everything up because they're like oh you we need a zombie apocalypse that's what we need yeah because that's going to be stoppable <laughs> and then it looked like they kind of like introduced i mean like i don't think that there was uh, i guess there were like russian zombies but like i was yeah, like russian army. those nazi zombies you know, that's well, what I was like wondering right? at one point because the way that they were looking and they were all like, oh, okay, I can use miniguns and shit. Like, zombies can use miniguns. I was like, what? They can use. Like, I was like, what it's... sense is this movie? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, cause... like, and then there was like a liquor, but he was like three times the size as most of their liquors. And yeah, because well, liquors are human sized, yeah. they're the size well, of a human. Well, the other thing was too the the guys with the axes looked noticeably bigger in this one. Yeah, remember like the two were, at the they beginning? Were, they were taller than the damn bus. Yeah, it looked like they were like seven or eight feet tall or something. And the axes were enormous because they were like were the size of the bus. I mean, and it they, was like oh, my man. lord. The whole thing uh, on that scene was so goofy, like how she exploded the car and then it took them out. I was like, oh, my God, I can already see what it was. And then it kind of like he did the same kind of shit that he did in the movie previous in Afterlife, but with two guys, like where it looked like he was trying to film it in 3D. I think this I think this was in 3D. It this was, was it was yeah. in IMAX 3D also, but yeah but you could tell especially with that scene because the axe went slow towards the towards the screen. It's gotta go and, towards the camera. And but you know, I one thing I could say about this one, there was nowhere near as much slow-mo in this one. Yeah. This I, like I said, I think this movie is a little bit better than the last one. Yeah, I would say that it's and, probably a little bit better, but not by much. <laughs> like, no, oh no, they just they, they kind of go like, downhill. It's like a two for like Afterlife, if that. That's yeah. being liberal, and this it's, is like a two point one or something. Just right? a little bit better, a little, bit, little better. bit better, but not well, by much. Uh, and Red Queen reminded me of the girl from Aliens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, about Newt? Uh, yeah, yeah, Mute. Yeah, or Newt. 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 Well, the whole scene with the liquor capturing um, Becky was a homage to Aliens, which is why she was in the sack because it was take captured by the for the Alien Queen. And but the liquors they don't capture you; they just fucking kill you. Yes, that's like, why I thought it was weird. <laughs> they don't that's capture why I said, you. There's so much stuff in this movie. That was just dumb as shit. Like, like I thought it was funny. Leon would say, "Like, oh yeah, she always got a plan B," and then she gets fucking captured by the bad guys. She got captured, and <laughs> yeah. then he's like, I was like, oh plan yeah, that's B. what hell the plan B, man." Like, plan B, getting captured. <laughs> that's what I'm All saying. Right. This whole movie was just like, oh my god. I was like, oh shit, thirty five minutes left. Oh shit, like twenty minutes. Oh, damn it, we need to hurry this shit up. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but you can oh, tell why they kept making them, though. I mean, this oh, was num- this was number five, and it made two hundred and forty million in the box office. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Well, they, 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 they were they were making made, like money. another two or three after this, but thank God he decided to fucking kill it off. Uh, well, I'm just saying that. Yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying that you could tell why they kept making them because they. They all were making money. I mean, it's yeah, not like and, they weren't. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the Underworld movies. Obviously, they stopped making money for them because otherwise, they wouldn't have kept. Uh, they would have kept making them. Well, well the final the... one made three hundred twelve million. So when we talk about that one, it's like they just kept making money. I'm just surprised they stopped making them. Honestly, oh, so they might have just did it because Kate Beckinsale and him split up. Maybe. Oh I don't no, know. she's he's he's. No, talking I'm talking about, about Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, the he's next Resident about... Evil movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because I thought the last one bombed, to be honest with you. But then I was reading about it, and when we started discussing the uh, this doing these movies, and I'm like, damn, it actually did well. Well, I was like, obviously, I, it's for casual people that watch the movies. You yeah. know, like because just, I'm like anybody that was a fan of the games, like at one point would stop watching the movies, like I did. 
Like, because, like, they kind of just went into their own continuity errors, like, constantly. And if I see in the final chapter them explaining the fucking Resident Evil shit uh, again, I swear. It, <laughs> I was they, like, they, fuck, they can I fast forward through this shit? Everybody knows about the damn virus already. It's the fifth they, they movie. Kinda, they they kind of <laughs> retconned some shit in the next one, too. Well, <laughs> so, well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like they explain shit over and over again. Like, in practically it's, every movie, they're like, oh, well, this is what happened. The world went to shit, and then there's zombies. Oh, oh, yeah. And dude. every single one, they explain it. I'm like, we don't have to fucking explain it every time. No, well, they they went to. to shit different, though, in every one. Yeah, that they, was the they, problem. So it's uh, that's a, and I think that's the continuity thing that jo, uh, Joe's talking about. Is it and yeah. one it, it went to ship because of this, and then another one it went to ship because of this, and then now they're getting ready to change it again. It went to ship because of something else. So it's like, yeah, well, yeah. it's just like fucking it, dumb as shit. I'm like, it, dude. no, yeah, it's it's fucking dumb, dude. Like this is why they, I'm glad they pulled the plug because I actually do as a whole like these movies. Like I can tell you, I can still enjoy a stupid movie, and I still enjoy this franchise. I of mean, course, if I think it was best- like a regular ass movie, if it was like Underworld or something, it would probably not be the same thing. But knowing that it's a Resident Evil movie, that's what I'm like, nah, I'm not wanting, nah. It's, nah, bruh. It's, I mean, I but still I mean, want... I get it, but yeah. I mean, I still want some movies based on the actual games. Well, I always the- think it's funny, I think we talked about that, was that I don't know why they don't just take the game and make a movie about it. And they kind of do. They kind of do. They kind of do that in Welcome, Welcome to Raccoon City. They yeah, kind of do. They kind of do they that kinda, with they Welcome to Raccoon City. Which I shouldn't spoil any of the shit that I'm saying. Like, I should just leave it open. But, like, it, it, okay, if there's a, anything the truest representation so far out of the games and the movies and everything, like, the one that's closest to the game is Welcome to Raccoon City. Not saying that it's particularly great either, but it's the closest one to it. Like the like this movie, I would have been so fucking pissed if they had Barry in this movie and he didn't pull out his fucking gun. Like I was just sitting there, I was like, this motherfucker's dry um, like shooting an M sixteen the whole damn time. And then you could have done a crack about the fucking Jill sandwich thing the fuck you could have done anything with barry in this damn movie and i would have probably laughed at it but it was like they didn't even do anything with his character and then at the very end he pulls out his fucking pistol <laughs> he he died josh that's what he was there to do i know even that's though what he's <laughs> that's what I'm like, i fucking hate it man i fucking hate it because <laughs> Because he was a fan favorite character, like because he had like the cheesiest dialogue in the first game. Because, like, not the Resident Evil remake that came out um, a few years before this movie did on the GameCube, but like in 1995, 1996, when this game first came out, you know, he's like, "You were almost a Jill sandwich. Here, take this. You're the master of unlocking." Like he had yeah, like he had like, some great one liners. And he the- did what? It what is this blood? Hope it's not Chris's blood. Like he had yeah. like all the, I mean, the like I think the cheesy he was the lines. First one that gave her the shotgun, wasn't it? I, think I can't the, remember. I'm pretty sure that I think he gave the shotgun to Jill. But I mean, I can't remember that for sure. But like, uh, I swear, I thought he was like at one point in the game, he was like, "Hey, I got, I found this," and gives her the shotgun. Because that's one thing I like about the games that they did when they explained it from like different perspectives i liked how like certain people got weapons that others didn't i know that's me going off on another tangent or whatever that way it was like it gave you reasons to use both characters and go through both stories here here's um here's something that when we were talking about this movie and the last movie so this is some some trivia here I call all the trivia in this movie resonant trivia because I have to come up with something creative and stupid, uh, just like the movie. So the original plan was to film this movie simultaneously with the upcoming sixth installment, making it essentially a two part finale, which actually would have made sense in the early 
early stages of development, Ali Lauder and Whitworth Miller were slated to be in the cla- the cast. When the studio backed out of the filming for two movies, Claire and Chris were scrapped from the production plans and the film. And then, of course, there was um, according also later in the trivia was conflicts, but um, made it clear that Resident Evil Retribution would be a standalone film. The only carryover, though, was the tagline, which builds the fifth film as the beginning of the end. And um, and so, like, if they had done that as a back to back and released them, like, say, a year apart, that probably would have made at least something kind of cohesive. But the fact that, but cause when we get to the final chapter, we're going to discuss, um, cause this, this final chapter takes place right after the battle at the end of the movie. And we're going to discuss that. So it's really, it's really fucking stupid. Um, here's something else I want to mention real quick. So, um, an early version of the script was also the reveal the entire elite unit that infiltrated the high from the first film were clones. This explains, this would explain like why the reappearance of rain in one. And uh, also the subplot was eliminated from the film. There's still a hint. Ada Wong explains to Alice, the umbrella, u- that umbrella utilizes 50 basic models for their clones by simply changing their memories and the predicament. Alice herself is one of the 50 prototypes. This information is actually foreshadowing something from the sixth movie, which I won't go into because we're going to talk about it next time, but just keep that in mind. And they were going to bring back um, the female medic from the hive and the guy who played Kaplan. Uh, But yeah, but they didn't. Um, So there was something else too. Oh, uh, let's see. The bone cracking X-ray is a reference to Mortal Kombat 2011. Oh okay. yeah, I noticed that. I was like, okay, that's stupid. And I also don't like how they killed off the black dude. I forgot his name oh, in the movie. That's Luther. Luther. They killed off Luther. They killed yeah, off the- Luther by doing the X-ray thing. Then they do the exact same move on Alice, but she doesn't die. I'm like, fucking seriously. <laughs> that's what i was that's what i was saying she supposedly lost her powers but yet but yeah she she was able to survive that shit yeah Yeah. and i agree with jeremy there because when you're watching the scene where she's fighting the zombies in the the light tunnel from tokyo she's doing shit that normal people can't fucking do i get it she's the head of security for the hive i get that she's specially trained in hand-to-hand combat and using weapons you can do that but some of the shit that she goes through would only make sense if she was so prepared. Yeah. If she still had her powers, at least some of them. And, but she's, cause like when she first loses her powers and goes against Wesker, she's weak as shit. But later in the movie, this is afterlife going back to the last movie. She, she's able to do shit. And then you get to this movie. She's still able to do some shit. That's kind of superhuman. When, the only other character that comes close to that is Ada, and but Ada doesn't do anything as extreme as Alice. And so it doesn't make sense. Now, with Rain, it makes sense at the end of the movie because she's infected with the Lost Plagas, where she's invulnerable. So she's super, which I don't know if that would make her super strong, but it made her where she is unstoppable. And Jill, Jill's being artificially controlled, similar to Lost Plagas, but through the manipulation that's why, of the that's why I on her thought chest. that fight was stupid with her, like because she took off the spider off of uh, Claire in the previous movie. So why wouldn't she be like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna go for the spider the whole time," and then she was yeah, losing to Jill either. the whole time, and then she's like, "Oh shit, now I gotta go for the spider." You fucking moron! It's like, I, like it's that's like, why I it, said there are certain things in this movie just irk me. It's, <laughs> like, it's just it's, it doesn't nerves. make sense. Like I was pissed they killed Luther. Like Barry, uh, it sucks that Barry died because I think he's alive in the game continuities. But I can I can live with Barry dying. I can live with the rest of the team dying. Yeah, I understand um, that, especially if but, you're trying to be like, oh well, some of the members had to go, but. Like, it was like, really? Did you have to get rid of certain... Like, really, honestly, they didn't even really need to get rid of most of the people. No, and it's like you killed Luther off, and it's like, 
he he went out he kind of went out like a little bitch yeah pretty much punched. they were fighting and then he gets punched in the chest and then his heart stops like, and, oh, and then Al- and then like josh says alice <laughs> alice alice gets the same punch but she doesn't her heart never stops her rib cage is broken just like luther's yeah. but she still survives but let and me guess as no soon as she gets that damn lost longest shit at the end of the movie or I'm well, guessing that it was the lost flogger stuff, or is it just the regular T virus that made it her was super the T virus? It was supposed to be the T virus that she got again because okay, yeah, that's all it was. Is like it was a re a rehash. Of, so that just makes uh, that she's even more powerful than Wesker and all these other bitches. Then, if she only got the T virus and then she was stronger than them, like what would have happened if they gave her the lost flogger shit? Like yeah, that's what probably, I would have given her. She would have probably gotten, and she would have probably destroyed everybody. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like the, um, because the I think the zombies that the Russian zombies that pull rain down in the from the ice, I think they had the Las Plagas too. I think, I think because because they survived the explosion, which that should have pretty much taken everything out that was down there. So I think they were part of that too. But um, I do, speaking of Russians, I wanted to mention this because I think it's funny, and I, I don't. I, I think y'all get a kick out of it. So when this movie was released in China, they because you know China's China, and they hate they you know they they're particular because they're communist. They they had the the film studio had to remove all the Soviet USSR slash CCCP CCCP um, paraphernalia. So because because they couldn't show that in China, they had to get rid of all the Soviet Russia images. Oh, well, like all the hats and shit off of the zombies or something. All the logos, Uh, all the logos. They had to delete them. And they probably had to do all that shit digitally, too, because, you know, China's because they're like they had the American. Well, Sony's not American, but the film, the film studio is like, oh, we got to bound to China because they're now the second to largest movie. Um market in the world now china is it's huge well, how could they not with 800 billion people there i mean it's like yeah and I'm, I'm i'm exaggerating with the 800 billion but they've got a lot of people so i yeah, mean logically it, makes sense that they would be that big of a market but why why studios bow down to them it's like well <laughs> it's if, like who the yeah, money, yeah, money. Oh, I money. get that, but at the same time, we need to kind of, you know, you know, I wish they would just do what they want to do and then just deal with the repercussions for whatever they do. Make the movie they want to make it and release it they want the way they want to release it. I mean, it, it costs just as much money to fix all that shit than it does. That you know, be honestly interesting to see what the rate of return was. You know, for them removing all that stuff, how much more money did they make? You know, I mean, it's like anyway. No, I feel you. Um, another another interesting thing is when they're in the White House at the Oval Office at the end of the movie, where she's going to meet Wesker, and the uh, if you notice, the Great Seal of the United States is depicted with the eagle's head facing his left talon which is holding the 13 arrows that's used to symbolize war as opposed to during peacetime when the eagle's head is facing its right talon uh with the olive branch depicting peace so that that that's kind of cool that they did that in the movie too but that's kind of cool well there's only certain things that i liked in this movie so (laughs) only certain things other than that it was a hot piece of shit I'm just saying. I like. I do like the fact they brought back Rain because if they're gonna do, I love Michelle Rodriguez, so I was happy to yeah, see her. That's what I'm saying. I was it's happy like, to see Oded Fair again, and it would have been cool they if they would have killed done, Luther. Yeah, like I don't like how they killed off all these people, and then they like even if they're like, oh yeah, they could, they got a shit ton of clothes of everyone. Okay, that's understandable. But I, come on, man. I was just going to say that, though, is that they, I feel they should have brought everybody back. I think it, they probably should have just they probably just should have found a way to bring everyone back. If that means they had to delay the movie, because then delay the movie, because it took 
It took, I'll be right back. Uh, it took um, from 2012 to when when did um, final chapter come out? Or, I don't remember off the top. Final of my chapter head. came out in 2016. And the and. It, so it was a big gap. So and obviously it made like really good money. So why wouldn't they just wait to get all the game characters together? Because I mean, you can't kill Chris because he's a mainstay. You can't kill Claire because she's a huge popular fan favorite. Um, Leon, no. Well, actually, that version of Leon, yeah, he could have died, and that probably would have been not so sad. But like they they should have the sixth movie should have been everybody. It should have been everybody. Like, well, and the sixth movie should have been called Retribution, not this one. Yeah. And, I'm sorry about and, that. And, I, I'm, like, I'm house-sitting at the moment, so I got three dogs at the house, and two of them are not getting no, along good. with the other one. So. Well, for <laughs> anybody listening to the podcast, you won't hear the dogs in the background. I will edit that out. <laughs> I'll just it's, it's, it's just... Um, we're going to get to next time. We're going to get to the, uh, we're going to get to the final chapter. And I think, uh, Josh, you're going to hate this one more than this. movie. I, I'm sure I will. Because I mean, like once I saw, because it was funny because I didn't even realize that they made retribution. I thought it just went straight to the final chapter, but I stopped following after the afterlife. So that I'm like, I already know, like they brought back certain people. I know that, but like, I already knew it was going to be, shit anyway so <laughs> it's it's um you're like it's a movie that's right <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it's it's filmed it's probably digitally filmed um it's <laughs> it's a it's a film ish i mean um i will i i stand by this i think resident evil and Resident Evil Apocalypse are literally the the two best in the whole series. I, I like them both, and because they're the ones that like, I will say Resident Evil is a little bit better than Resident Evil Apocalypse. Even though I think Resident Evil Apocalypse has some really good dialogue, it has some really good. Um, it introduces a lot of really cool characters like C- Carlos, um, Extinction. It introduced Claire, which is really the only thing I like about that movie. Afterlife introduces Chris finally, the probably and Luther. The two things about that movie that were really good. This one, it it gives us Leon, but he he looks like they and I feel bad because yeah, I don't want to shit on the actor. Leon, yeah, yeah, I don't like the actor they got. I'm sorry, dude, you don't look like Leon. Um, Ada Wong, probably the best casting in this whole movie. Um, I like the I like the girl who played Becky. Um, the little girl, she was actually cast because of uh, the movie Orphan, because she's the little sister in the movie Orphan, and and that's why she was cast. Um, I had her name here. It's her last name, I think, is Engineer. Where did I have that trivia? Um, Ariana, and she's an orphan, and she's her character's hearing impaired. That obviously because she's a hearing impaired actress, but like, so that. I mean, like, I don't even, the little girl's fine. You know, I liked Oded Fair because I think he got done dirty in Resident Evil Extinction. Um, LJ in Resident Evil Extinction got really done dirty. Well, that's like, what I was wondering. It, it, it would have been cool if, like, if they were bringing all these people back, then they would have brought back people from, like, all the other movies. But, like, I get why well, they that's what I, Right. That's what I was saying. This was a perfect opportunity for them to do that. And they did. Everybody, everybody was cloned, so they could have made them a different version of them. This was that whole comic book argument that I always talk about. But I, I still, for the life of me, like I think you know, the whole game thing. It cracks me up why they just don't take the game and make a movie out of it. I mean, and I'm talking about strictly the game. Like you going, you take Resident Evil One, and you make it a movie. Resident Evil 2, you make it a movie and just adapt it to freaking screen. And and you could do that. It's like Mortal Kombat to me was the closest to what the game was, but the thematic elements of the Mortal Kombat back in 1990, whatever it was, it shouldn't have been PG. 
Yeah. Like, and that's the, like, that's the so, thing I think I heard that movie. Yeah, and I think and I think the newest Mortal Kombat, I'm I've heard the sequel is gonna be that way. I think the first one was uh setting up like their backstories. But the, yeah, the next uh-oh. one will, the next one that they'll be making will be related to the tournament and how that actually goes down. The first one and I'm talking about the newest one. Um, uh, you're oh, about, okay, so I don't even know talking, if they're filming that one yet or not. I don't know if they're filming it, but yeah, they. I did hear that they are making a Re- uh, not Resident Evil, uh, Mortal Kombat two because the first one did really well on um, HBO Max, and I actually like that version of Resident Evil or not Resident Evil, sorry, Mortal Kombat, and and I wish and even the Sonic movies are yeah, I really like, like the Sonic movies too. Like I, even because and this is you know linking video game movies, like the Sonic movies are done really well. The, the the new Mortal Kombat, while it could have been better, was done really well. And the sequel, it's a backstory movie, which was what the original Resident Evil movie was. And that would have been fine to do a setup and then make the next movie take place. Like Why around you the done, time, yeah. Yeah, have it take place in the Spencer Mansion. Like, you could still do the setup and then do the, the Spencer Mansion with the stars team. And then Resident Evil 2 be Resident Evil 2 with takes because that takes place two months after the events of the, the first game. And because these games, these not every movie will lend itself or game will lend itself to being converted to a movie. But like, I feel like Resident Evil is just of, like, yeah, like certain ones like right there. The shit's so easy. That there should be no reason why they shouldn't make one just based off of the games. I get like why certain directors would want to take their own liberties and make something different out of it, but also at the same time, if it ain't broke, it don't fix it. You know, <clears throat> that's that's one thing I hate. I hate when people are like, "Oh, I gotta fix it because it's broken." It's like it's not broken. It's like you don't need this- to say the Jill Sandwich line. You could joke about it though in the movie or like hey are you an actual like you could see like a thing where it talks about like a newspaper article something saying hey do you want to be the master of unlocking then get this pick lock or something you know like you could do something different instead of like where it's a bunch of callbacks or fan servicey shit for people like come on man like it's right there so like that's yeah, you don't have to do fan servicing if everything's in the game that's in the yeah, movie. Exactly. That's why I was exactly. saying that you know. So it's like if you have dogs in the in the game in the first one, then there should be dogs in the first. Like, movie. why didn't they do big spiders? Like, I'm surprised that they haven't done big spiders in any of them. Like, no, yeah, because I think in the first game there's a big spider. Yeah, yeah, it's in the first game. There's big spiders, and then I think there's like a big crocodile. I think. Either yeah. that or it's in the second one, but I'm pretty sure it's a big crocodile. But I mean, I think they're starting to get in the realm of doing these because now you're starting to see like more game related things like Uncharted came out last year and then that Halo series, you know, so they're starting to Even do more. Even though that I've heard and I, things on the Halo series. But well, I have too, but I mean, it's not hard to make <laughs> this shit. You could do Mass Effect too. I'm surprised they haven't done that. I mean, yeah, it's, that would there's be all types of stuff. Mass Effect. Well, I would uh, love to see a Mass Effect movie. That yeah, would be so awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, all of this stuff, and, you know, there's options with Netflix. I was talking to my kids about it, was that... You can make these games, and I think I talked to you about it, Josh, when we did the Little Hope playthrough, is you can do a movie like that, but on Netflix, you can have them, you know, those interactive ones where you actually choose the path and then it changes the whole damn movie, like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Yeah, Uh, I think the only one that they really have is the Bandersnatch one where it's a Black Mirror type one well they have that and i think as far as like horror or whatever but they have they they have uh bear grills has a show on there that does the same thing too yeah but But, i mean use your own adventure show on netflix yeah yeah, there's a bunch of them they're called netflix interactive movies but they they like literally you select like what you want to do next and it actually goes to a different scene based on what you choose and and 
you could do that with games too. Like think about a Resident Evil thing that you do, like this Resident Evil series that they just did, right? And you're like portraying, you're, you're looking, you're watching it in from the storyline of, you know, Leon or Claire, and that goes a different way depending upon how you do it. You know what I mean? Just like, so I'm just shocked that they don't go down different paths uh, with a lot of this stuff. Um, I just think Hollywood's just devoid of originality now. Well, somebody, somebody, if somebody figures out the formula, if I had the skill set for that, I'd probably try to do it myself. I wish, I wish someone would just do a proper adaptation of Resident Evil. Maybe under the Heart of Geek banner, we'll figure something out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So I do want to rate this one. Do y'all think this one should fucking die? Rest it, burn it, (laughs) let it die, or rest in peace? I think it should die. Let it die. I don't even like. It shouldn't have never been made for fucking shit. Like, well, yeah, I say I say that. It's funny. Like I said, I think it. You let it die too, but the funny thing is, when you start looking at the box office, I'm just still shocked that they made any past the second one. But yeah. then it's like when that when they made the second because at first they weren't making really any money. The budgets were like thirty or forty million, and they were only making a hundred. So it's like I'm shocked that they even made the third one. But then the third one blew up. So it was like, well, after that, I think they were like, well, shit, these are making money, so maybe I'll make another one. And then the the fourth one made more money, and so they made a fifth one, and the fifth one made more money. And then the sixth one was their highest-grossing movie. So, um, so you could see why they made them, but it's funny when they make decisions on movies when certain ones take... So, for example, Top Gun took how many years to make a sequel to it? Like 20 plus years or something like that. And the first one made a ton of money, right? But these Resident Evil movies, they make a hundred million when they've got a $40 million budget and they're made every three or four years. And it's like, well, what the hell? And then Top Gun Maverick just blows everything out of the water. I think it's still in the theaters and it's still making a shit ton of money. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, it's like why they make decisions the way they do sometimes just it blows my mind. Why stuff gets held back and then other things get like uh, yearly. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> the Saw movies were a good example for a while there. Every year they were coming out with one. Yep. And then after that, then it was the Conjuring movies. Then it was like Insidious 2. They were doing that too. Some I was just surprised that they even came out with like another Ouija movie. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, and I don't mean to step on your podcast because, but but we do have other podcasts. But so, Joe, if you wanted, we're going to be uh, talking about Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus Two in the next Scream Creep podcast. Nice. So if you wanted, so to, if you wanted to, to join, join us one, on yeah. that one, yeah, just let me know when I'll see. Because you know, I, my job, I have to get up so freaking early for my new job yeah and then we were but, also talking about maybe watching the new hellraiser movie and uh, halloween ends those uh, are i like can't wait main. to do i can't <laughs> i can't wait to see halloween ends yeah like i'm excited I just hope it's better than Hall- halloween kills <laughs> i i liked halloween kills but yeah i think i think it was the weakest out of the the yeah. first two so far or yep. the new trilogy well, the, tra- the trailer alludes to the only way it can end is if Jamie Lee dies. So, that's just... I hope they don't kill her off. But, you know, if they do, they do. That would be the but, third time that they did. <laughs> well, yeah, because she died. Yeah, she died in the Rob Zombie, Lori. And she dies off screen in, in a newspaper article in Halloween 4. And then so, she died in Halloween. Re- I think it was Halloween Resurrection. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that she died in a uh, Halloween Resurrection. She gets Michael throws her off the roof or some shit. And yeah. Anyway, so I didn't mean to, you know, bring that up on this podcast, but I, you know, cross promotion. Okay. Cross promotion, man. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing wrong with that. So, but I guess that's where we're gonna wrap it up because I think we've said all we want to say. Like. There's some interesting, like, again, this one was, I'd have to probably rank this third 
out of all of them because I don't think it sucks as much as uh, three and four and definitely uh, six. We'll talk about next time. Um, but I want to. I, I definitely gonna let have to let Josh talk a lot more on number six because I really want to know what he thinks of number six. If he hated this I'm one, sure and he hated pro- the last one. Dude, I'm I probably gonna be shitting all over the last one. I'm telling you that right now. Know. I'm probably gonna be shitting all over it. I want to know so bad. So, so I think I, there's going to be like, there's going to be like an introduction. And it's, it's going to be an hour long Josh rant on um, <laughs> the final chapter. Dude, I, I've done that at freaking work too. Like when we were talking about, we were watching these and I was like, fuck, I, I'm not looking forward to this. And then I started watching like afterlife. I'm like, man, I started talking about afterlife. Then I'm like, Oh, great. And then we got these other two after this. Oh, man, it's even going to get worse. And then I uh, watched this one, and it was like a little bit better than four, but still not by much. I want to, um, I think what I'm going to do next is um, I want to do, uh, well, we're going to do Welcome to Raccoon City. But after we finish that, we're not going to talk about the series as far as like covering it on the podcast because. We'll I don't want to feel like chance. going through all that torture to watch the whole no. thing. No. When, it, when it, I stopped, like, yeah, it was like 10 minutes into the for uh, the second episode. I was like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I couldn't, I literally couldn't get in it, and I tried, man. I well, tried. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was giving it the benefit of the doubt, but there was so much stupid in the whole thing. There was so much stupid. It was like, uh, it was just like, uh, an abundance of stupid and it's not so much like how it's a, a black female lead or like uh, like a bunch of black people in the movie or like so much like so much shit's changed out of it i think the just the story was incredibly weak and like they did shit that was even worse than in these movies like where it didn't even make me want to keep watching like it's one thing when you want to like keep on watching shit to like uh see where it leads. It was like, no, I don't even know. I don't I feel like I'm going to get dumber watching the show. <laughs> like when when she was like when she literally they've already had one zombie apocalypse cuz like this obviously is supposed to take place after the game stuff. Even it's implied. So like new raccoon city. So obviously they already they didn't. I don't think it's really a nuke that they use on Raccoon City because of, but whatever they use to destroy Raccoon City in the games, and so they get like the girl. She's like in, I guess the United. She's in London or the United. She's in England, I think in London, and she's like, I'm gonna set this rabbit out and make it bleed to see if the zombies form some sort of like. Uh, try to be smart or something or smart and and then i'm like well fuck you bitch for um fuck you bitch for you know sacrificing that rabbit um and then she she cuts herself and then they detect her i'm like that's what you get you stupid ass bitch i hope they get you yeah i know exactly and then (laughs) on top of it it was like how don't they just not detect you anyway it's not like you they can't see you like you haven't explained that oh, they're blind by now, or whatever the fuck. It's like, oh, like it was stupid from all the way around. And then they ended the first episode with her jumping off of like a 20-foot, like a a 20-foot building or some shit onto a car. And then, oh, I didn't get broken legs or nothing. You know, it was like, what? Okay, now you're really just trying to fuck with me. I just, I just want Resident Evil done right, and yeah, and I don't want to fucking feel like my intelligence is wasted. That's the main thing. I don't feel like I'm just like fuck. I gotta be super dumb for me to enjoy this TV show. <laughs> yeah, I, I really did try because I, I give everything the benefit of the doubt. Like you should and... at least try something to find out if you like it, because a lot of people. Like, uh, before we end it, I'll just talk about She-Hulk. Like, a lot of people have been hating on She-Hulk, which I think is, She-Hulk is very funny. (laughs) Like, I mean, they've talked about, like, She-Hulk twerking, and, like, and it wasn't even really during the episode. It was, like, the end of the episode, because they were talking about Megan the Stallion the whole time, right? 
in one of the episodes. So then they did a thing where she was there at the end of the show, and then she was like, oh, and she was fangirling, so she's like, oh, I'm twerking to Megan the Stallion, and that was it. And then I was like, I thought that was funny, and people were freaking out. Oh, she Hulk is twerking. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I honestly I've, don't care. Like, I've made a I'm few. laughing at the show. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh, I don't want to watch it, so I don't. If you don't want to watch something, don't watch it. Just don't bitch about it. Yeah, like, like I, I give everything the benefit of the doubt, and like the weakest show that I've seen, like that Marvel has done, is Miss Marvel. But that's pretty much the main thing. Like, and that's not because, like, I don't like the character. I think just the story was incredibly weak, and. It's, uh, yeah, like it was very weak uh, premise for the whole show. Not saying that I didn't like this sh- show either. I just think that it's the weakest one that I've seen that Marvel has done so far. Out of all the other shows that they've done, all the other movies that they've done, weakest show. But yeah, that's going on to like talking about shows and shit. <laughs> I can't wait until we watch the final chapter just so I can be done with the damn yeah. movies. Well, no, no, no. We still have Welcome to Raccoon City. Well, at least I watched <laughs> Welcome to Raccoon City already, right? Like, so I got that one. So I already know my thoughts on it. The final chapter, I already know I'm probably going to be like, fuck, I hate this movie. Like, uh, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Jeremy, any, any final thoughts in regards to Retribution? Nope, I've talked about everything I wanted to talk about. All right. Well, all right. So for Sci-Fi Graveyard, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, We'll be back in a few weeks with the final chapter of Resident Evil. And then uh, a few weeks after that, Welcome to Raccoon City. Now, after we've finished the Resident Evil series, I don't know what we're going to do because I haven't planned that far ahead. But once I figure out a movie, I'll let everyone know. Yeah, we'll figure something else out. We'll yeah. Figure something out. So if anyone, yeah. has, if y'all, if y'all have any ideas, throw them my way. Yeah, and uh, if you guys enjoyed this one, remember to hit up our website at theheartofgeek.com. You can listen to all of our other podcasts. Um, yes, with that promotion. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm not just talking. You know, I'm talking all of the sci-fi graveyard stuff. You'll be able to see all the other ones or subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite platforms. Yeah, cause so definitely check out the website. Facebook is The Heart of Geek. Twitter's The Heart of Geek. Um, they do twi- uh, Josh and Jeremy do streaming on Heart of Geek on Twitch. Yeah, and lately we've been doing it like every Friday, just about and like here and there, as long as there's not something else going on that time. And then listen to the other podcasts, Screen Creeps, um, Morbid Instinct, and Wrestling with the Willies, if you like wrestling. Just, you know, not with your Willie, but their last yep. name's with Willie. So. <laughs> yep, and then with, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, the next one, what are we doing the next one for that, Josh? Is it for what, wrestling? I think it's the, it's, it? uh, the next Crown Jewel, right? Uh, Crown Jewel. Oh, oh yeah, it's probably Crown Jewel. Which and uh, then after that, Halloween Logan Havoc. Logan fucking Paul, man. I'm always gonna consider him the Suicide Forest man. Everyone's so pissed that he's getting a title shot at Crown Jewel. Dude, I'm like, uh, he, it's just their logic, man. He's definitely well, gonna lose. There ain't. Well, he's gonna a. He's like, gonna lose, and yeah, it, I feel like it's just another month for Roman to be like. I'm safe with my title reign. <laughs> that and the reason is, is people don't get this. Like even Tony Khan was talking shit about the crown jewel in Saudi Arabia. Like I'm, I'm leaving politics out of, out of it. Cause there are people who don't like it, but the, 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 the government, like Saudi Arabia kind of tells like the, the kingdom kind of tells WWE, Hey, we'd like to see some of these matches. So it, it could be, them saying they want to see Logan Paul versus Roman. That could be something they've suggested like they've done in the past. That's why they brought Shawn Michaels out of retirement. I mean, it'll and, and probably be our first uh, covering Crown Jewel too, because we haven't watched Crown Jewel most of the time. Like no, and, I know that the and, previous time we didn't watch it because of, um, uh, we were on the cruise. Like we were on the cruise. Yeah. Yeah. And, 
So, like, whatever, it'll be interesting. But uh, if you want to hear more about it, you could talk about, uh, like, we'll talk about it on the Wrestling with the Willies podcast, though. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hijack uh, uh, Joe's podcast more than we already have. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Gotta get them number. Gotta bump those numbers up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, so for Sci-Fi Graveyard and for Josh and Jeremy, I want to wish everyone a good night, and we'll see you next time on Sci-Fi Graveyard. Good night, everybody. Oh, all right, peace.